and welcome to Netball Nation, powered by Netball UK. Flowers are starting to bloom, the weather's getting warmer and the days are longer, which we think are definitely three great positives to start the show with. With more warm weather forecasts for this Easter week, it's the perfect time to hashtag keep netballing at home. So don't forget, you can shop for post netballs and more at netballuk.co.uk. This is Netball Nation. Powered by Netball UK, your one-stop shop for everything netball. Right then, should we get on with bringing some netball sunshine into your lives, shall we, Max and Sarah? <laughs> oh, let's do it. Yes, for sure. Ah, it's it's glorious out there today, isn't it? It's, it's beautiful. Day, yeah. yeah, it's gorgeous. Lovely, lovely day. Right then, uh, we've also got a very special guest as well later on in today's podcast. England and Saracens Maverick centre quarter, Sasha Corbin, uh, is going to be coming on and answering questions and chatting about how she's been making the most of her time in self-isolation. Right then, today's topics, of course, we start with the uh, the very serious topic of COVID-19. We are going to move on to more lighthearted stuff, but I think it's important that we do just, you know, look at that. Uh, the news is a worrying place right now with updates on how the coronavirus is taking hold of the world. And we're going to be discussing how the world's reacted and other big talking points in the world of sport as well. Player challenges, because they've all come out. Uh, from Helen Housby to Loughborough Lightning, netballers around the world have been setting each other fitness challenges, inventing homemade games and goals during the near worldwide lockdown. But which one are our favourites and uh, if we had a go as well so I'll be asking you and uh, you and Mags that Sarah I'll be seeing it, what you've been doing at home uh, <laughs> Sarah Corbin as well uh, as I say she is going to be coming on to chat to us about how she's keeping up her training how the MPA has been offering support and she's also going to be answering your questions are we ready for that girls? Yeah let's do it. Yep let's go. Right then well let's get cracking because as we mentioned COVID-19 it's on the news we're seeing it we're hearing it and it seemingly doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon no one's exempt from it as we've seen you know the Prime Minister uh, has ended up in intensive care with it we've seen pop star Pink's had it Prince Charles has had it so many people affected by this and as I say with no real end in sight what steps Mags and Sarah um, mentally or physically are you taking to try and stay positive um well I mean for me personally um, it's just staying connected with my friends and family um, I've you know I'm at home with my daughter and, you know, it's it's fabulous to spend some quality time with her because she's of an age where she's got her own little life. But we're reconnecting and doing all the mums and daughters kind of stuff that you would do. And it's just great. Oh, lovely. What about you, Sarah? Um, I've I've kind of gone on a bit of a, like, media detox, if I'm being honest. I, I, I can't stand just watching the news and it'd be, like, the same every day. So it was funny, actually, because... I didn't even know the Queen was giving a speech until Serena put something oh, in our WhatsApp group about it. <laughs> I know, how unpatriotic of me, but Serena was like, oh, like, Queenie absolutely smashed it. And I was like, wow, what's she doing? Like, <laughs> She's done a challenge. Yeah, right. But yeah. That's, that's just like what I find is the best way for me dealing with it. Like, I was like one of those people, you know, when people came out of exams and were like, oh my God, what did you put for question 82? And I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not interested, mate. It's over. Like, let's, let's just go. Let's get out of here. So I'm, I'm kind of like a little bit like just look after your own little bubble and look after the people in your life and, you know, your neighbors and your friends and stay connected with that and everything else. I'm, I'm just trying to pretty much just ignore because, um, I think that's, that's the best way for, for me to deal with it. 
individually. Good for you. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think that it can be healthy to switch off from it because we are in such a weird and altered state at the minute that, you know, it, it's maybe not, it, depending on the kind of person you are, it maybe isn't healthy for you to be absorbing so much negativity because that's what it feels like, doesn't it? As soon as you switch on the TV, there's updates on the number of deaths on people affected by it. And actually, Sarah, I think, I think you're right. And Mags, you've probably found yourself doing this as well, just switching off and focusing on something else. Well, yeah, I mean, when it first started, everybody was glued to the television screens because it was mm. this breaking news and everybody wanted to keep up to date with what was going on. Um, and, you know, and I'll be honest, you know, I do have maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes of Sky News just to catch up on what's gone on. Um, but then TV's off and I've got other things to do. Yeah, exactly. Now, another talking point with this is how sports dealt with the outbreak. Uh, Super Netball have cut the player wages by 70% and then three Premier League clubs in hot water for deciding to furlough their non-playing staff. Obviously, we know that Liverpool have since reversed that decision. Um, what do you make of how sports handled the pandemic, Sarah? It's been interesting because I think it's kind of highlighted some weaknesses within sport in terms of crisis management and having structures in place to, to deal with unexpected events like this. I, I imagine a lot of leagues and a lot of sports around the world will kind of come out of this and be like, you know what, we need some decision-making frameworks in place for when these things happen. We, we need to kind of get our procedures in better order because some some sports have dealt with it quite well. Other sports have taken so, so long to react and, and been sort of so passive in the decision-making process that I think it's left fans and athletes um, annoyed at, at times. And I mean, sport is like, the brilliance of sport is its complete irrelevance to, to life, really. That's, mm. that's what makes it so great, that it's like an escape. And so it's not that important at this time. But I think, um, like you say, some sports have, have, have been quicker and more decisive than others. And I think it'll be something that, you know, sport as, a, as an industry probably learns from. Do you agree with that, Max? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Um, and I kind of think that this highlights the fact that all the big sporting governing bodies, you know, they should be hooking up with each other. Surely, surely to God in this day and age that they could come together and have some sort of contingency um, that, other than the contingency that affects the money that comes through the gates or through the doors. Um, and, and that's been the saddening part about all this, that some of our uh, sports have been driven by the financial element and, and just kept pushing it and pushing it. Let's just squeeze another week in. Let's just see if we can get another, get, uh, you know, 100,000 people through the gates because it's about the finances rather than the greater good. I think you're both right. I think they're all going to have to look at themselves and realise they need to learn from, from this. Um, on a lighter note, we've seen lots of people keeping themselves occupied at home by uh, having different platforms and challenges, playing loads of different games. We've seen Helen Houseby's been doing football challenges on Instagram. Uh, Surrey Storm ran a sock-throwing knockout competition last week on Twitter. And Sarah, your fiancé mm -hmm. Stacey has been challenging her housemate and sister to a daily game <laughs> and posted three daily positive things, um, which is really nice, actually. What, what was her thinking behind that? And has she managed to get you involved in it anyway? Well, I mean, firstly, I think she's torturing her housemate and sister by making them work out <laughs> throwing netballs in their face like, generally making them join in with things they don't want to join in with um, but no the, the, the three kind of daily good things actually Stacey's done probably for 12 months but just done it in a journal and written it down um, and when she was home like each night before bed she'd be like a little nerd in bed like writing 
writing a journal of three good things, which was quite cute. Um, And now I think because of this, she's just decided to share it pretty much every day with people. Um, Have I got, well, my involvement, I'm waiting to be, I nearly swore then, mentioned in these three good things of <laughs> This is what I want my involvement to be. Her be like, thank God I've got such an incredible fiance. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh, Sarah, Sarah, you're in her heart and in her mind every time Mate, she's, she's like, put a cup of tea above me. Come on. She's like, oh, do you know, sometimes you just have a great cup of tea. And I'm like, hang on. I have been brilliant through this. So, um, oh, you can't fight with a good you know, brew. You can't. You know, fight you, well, with you can't brew. compete. Apparently, you just can't uh, compete, Max. At least you know where you stand in the hierarchy, anyway, Sarah. Um, Max, yeah. Have you have you been set any challenges, or have you seen any that you'd recommend, or that have made you laugh, or anything? Oh, cripes! Um, I've seen a few, as we all have. You know, it's at times like this. I wish I had shares in TikTok because uh, that yeah. seems to yeah. be the, the one that's absolutely trailblazing at the moment. I think we've got like a, a coach's one to do, which is just the passing of the ball challenge. Um, but there's been a few that I've seen that have been quite uh, interesting or funny. So um, I saw one about uh, marble racing in America. They've just sort of carved this track out of some uh, bank inside uh, that's got like uh, turns and twists and what have you. And somebody sets marbles off and people are betting on it. Wow. Um, I've seen some socially distanced dancing in communities. So somebody's got that hi-fi switched up on loud and speakers going and there's people out in the street all boogieing and getting down and twerking <laughs> and all that. Um, I've seen I saw... um, out, out, outdoor bingo as well. Have you seen that on street bingo? Everyone no. at the end of the drives, which I think was Mate, a great idea. That is something I can get on board with. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I, I was jealous. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sarah, what, what non-netball activities are you recommending to your players to occupy the time well we, we have a, a, like a food challenge each week so i think this week they're on baking um but then also you know someone recommends a podcast each week someone re- recommends a film or a box set each week um they've got some yo like they've got a yoga session each week going on and then we've just done some like random challenges like people a little team will be challenged with making a playlist um team individual teams are asked to make a team photo using as much photoshop as they want things like that so um just trying to keep people connected and and actually having a giggle i like that and also i guess as well that does that does mean that when we're integrated back into society as it normally is that there'll be um you'll all feel a bit more connected anyway because it it would have been very easy for everyone to sort of slip off the radar a bit yeah i think that's the idea that actually to get something from this time like mm. yeah it's difficult and, and it's non-ideal but you know if you come out of this knowing people better and, and actually you know knowing a little bit about especially in an, an athlete's point of view knowing a little bit about your teammates life more than them just turning up and training um actually that's a real positive so just trying to get something from from this time that you wouldn't have necessarily got done or or gained from from the time normally and do you know what's that and, and, and as a community i mean <laughs> Our lives are just so busy, running around uh, 100 miles an hour. And I've lived on my street for 20 plus years and know my neighbours either side of me quite well. But beyond that, really, I don't. And mm. this this time that you're allowed to go out for your own little walk, your 40 minutes, 45 minutes, I've been absolutely blown away by the 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 interaction that people want to have with you and 
people pass and say good morning how are you doing are you coping which just never happened no because and it's like just had the heads down it's like turning the clock back like 20 years isn't it like Absolutely. Yeah. to like when there was an actual sense of community like the last couple of weeks the clap for the nhs i've just stood outside my house like crying yeah like a, yeah. Like a baby but never before spoken to some of my neighbors who were like and we're just like stood there having a conversation afterwards yeah. across the street and i'm thinking Correct. what like why has this never happened before like we've just been so obsessed with our own little world and running around like headless chickens that it like taking this time and, and kind of getting to know those people is, is really nice i think the test is that when the, this is over and it will come to an end where whenever that may be do we manage to maintain those connections that we've made with people that we see every day coming out of the houses, getting into the cars? Let's see. I do hope it continues. That is exactly what I was going to say. I hope it does. I hope that if there is um, a bit of positivity to take from it, it is that there is that sense of community and people caring, like you both said, beyond your own little world. I, re I really hope that that is a one positive outcome from all this. Absolutely. Okay then, for our final segment of this week's show, we welcome one half of England Netball's most iconic duos of all time. She's dynamic, fast and experienced and plays with flair with your backflip and dance routine also in her repertoire. So without further ado, please welcome Sasha Corbin. Hi, Sasha. Woo! Woo yes! Yes! Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. First up, we've got to ask you, how are you feeling in this weird world that we've found ourselves in, Sasha? I know. Do you know, it has actually been really weird. And I think, um, I think maybe this week more so, I have um, probably kind of come to terms with it a little bit more because the first week I was a little bit run down. And then the second week, I was just kind of, I guess there was a bit of trauma to the family. Like my uncle passed mm. away and that was pretty tough. And it's really hard when you can't like see everyone. So that was really hard. So I've just been kind of in that. And then like all the other times, there's either been TikTok, house parties, Zoom <laughs> workouts, like challenges and just things like that. So I'm keeping my own company, eating well and doing some fun. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear about your uncle, Sasha. That is, that that's awful. But you've also yeah, you, you've been you. spreading positivity uh in amongst everything that you're going through uh, you've been running online netball masterclasses. how have they been going have you been enjoying them oh i love it i absolutely love it and um they've gone so well like i i knew that people would want to um to be doing things at home and so i just thought if i could put something out there that people could enjoy and uh, be inspired by because i'm all about creating so i'd want them to be creative and feel creative um, so I put stuff out there and, you know, uh, Metro picked it up. So big up Natalie Morris for putting it out there. Um, and like other people have used it for resources on their websites and things. So that's been really cool. Um, but I have a small apartment. So literally everything you see on the video is pretty much how I'm working out. Um, and it's just been, yeah, pretty tough, like just being at home. It's great that, you know, you said you've got a small apartment. It It's good for other people in the same situation as you to be able to see that and go, okay, this is what I can do. And you're giving them something that they can actually follow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so. Because um, it's like literally just a small space. And I don't have, I mean, I don't have a balcony. I don't actually have a garden. So anything that um, I would do outside would be potentially running and Sarah will know this I do not enjoy <laughs> running <laughs> Sa Sash, this is your time to shine man you could come back from this and you could just be like guys it's happened I've fallen in love with running you know oh. it, it was always gonna happen and now it's now it's my time Sarah I tried 
I actually went out there and I jogged and I was thinking, no, I can't, I just, I don't know what it is. But mentally, the running thing is really hard for me. Like, I just love team and people and netball drills and netball fitness. But like, yeah, I, I'm struggling with the running. I'm not going to lie. I even get itchy legs. Does everyone get that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm even Sasha, Sasha, can I just say, can I just throw this in at this point? Can I commend you for your selflessness when it comes to your solo session stuff that you put online? You've been doing that for quite some time now. And it's out there free, a free resource when most people are wanting to charge something for it. So, you know, massive hats off to you, you know, and, and congratulations because those sessions uh, off the chart. Oh, thank you so much, Maggie. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you for helping a, a lot of people. Sash, do you ever just yeah. sit at home though and just be like, mate, I've got no ideas now. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, 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 how do you come up with it? Because like, it, it's like, at, at the minute especially, like it's one person, minimal equipment, minimal space. Yeah. Like that's hard. I know, but I just, I just don't enjoy doing what I've done before so I just try to think of other things you're right though I do sometimes get roadblocks like I'm like oh <laughs> how, how's this gonna work and then I just start doing the madness I might put some music on and then just start doing whatever and seeing what I can come up with but that's the challenge I think I quite enjoy that challenge and I have something else coming out soon that I hope you guys could try it's pretty tough um but it is to music and I hope that people catch on to it because it'll be pretty cool you see, Man, I was just going to yeah. say where's your DVD where is your session <laughs> yeah. of the DVD get it out there you could be the Jane Fonda of netball so yes <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> well we shall look forward to that DVD. I was going to say, if this, if this new stuff is dancing, you know I'm all over it, Sasha. This, this, <laughs> yeah, the amount please. of rhythm I have, I'm all, all on top of that. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Does it come with a warning for people? I'm going to do a whole tutorial for you guys, so it'll be fine. <laughs> we, wicked, we, should, we should look forward to that. And Netball Nation listeners, you've got that to look forward to as well. Uh, now, Sasha, we had Liz Bloor on, who runs the Netball Players Association on a few weeks ago. What's been your experience of the MPA and how have you been utilising its resources? Yeah, you know what? The MPA has helped me so much. Like, I'm not even joking. Um, just in terms of like, I think more so life after sport and obviously like kind of career planning because um, I am obviously of the older end of the scale. My birthday's in <laughs> April, <laughs> so I'll be doing it in isolation. But yeah, I, I need to think about those things. But um, so like, especially with solo sessions, um, like I've been connected with like Tactic Connect who help with like legal and contracts. That has pretty much changed my life because I don't know nothing about contracts. Um, and then like, through commercial and marketing campaigns they've kind of helped me through like web design and um, and kind of just set me up with those links and then of course one of the big ones I thought was like image rights I had no idea that you could like make a little bit of cash from like images so um I feel like just yeah like that has been huge I had no idea um I'm learning so much through them being here obviously they're here for us and as players and I have really um, utilized their resources. They've even got things on mental health. And then there's even some online um, kind of seminars that's happening right now for the players that are in the MPA. So um, I really urge players to sign up if they can because it's been fantastic. And I hope that, um, you know, they, they can continue to grow um, and keep being our voice. <laughs> 
great to hear real life cases where, like yourself, um, Sasha, where it really has helped because we know when we had Liz on, that was exactly what she wanted. Um, now, we promised not to keep you too long, but um, after finding out that you were going to be on the show this week, our Netball Nation listeners have sent us lots of questions. Are you all right to answer a few of those? <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Right. We're going to start with this one from Jeffrey Williams, who asks, what is your next goal to aim for? Oh, um, well... At the moment, it would be, you know, enjoying my netball, playing the best, because the, the best I can, because when you're having fun, you play your best netball. So Super League, even though it's not here, that is definitely the thing that I would be striving for. So trying to win titles and being in that top four. Right, we'll go on to Chloe Merrill's question. Who'd like to know who's the toughest player you've come up against in the Super League and on the international stage? Oh, so I've been consistent with this for years, you know. Um, Serena Guthrie. <laughs> uh, Super League whether she plays wing defence or centre still one of the like literally the hardest um, and then internationally um, I would say and she doesn't play at the moment internationally but Renee Hallinan she was fantastic for um, Australia at playing wing defence and she just like rides you like a backpack so I thought she was like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what would your answer to that be Sarah? Oh um, I mean in Super League like probably Jade Clark because um, we, yeah, we just used to you two are too alike. Hard at each other, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, they are because, because we're good friends as well. Like you knew it was all going to be fine when you got off yeah. court, so you just like give her an extra dig. Um, <laughs> and then internationally, it's tough because there's so many good players out there. Kim Kim Green from Australia was always really tough to play mm. on. Um, Laura Langman um, does far too much running. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean a lot of Nat, Nat Von Berto when she was playing for Australia, uh, yeah, centre. Um, so yeah, some some really tough international players. Quite a list there. Well, our next question for you, Sasha, is from Ashley Barnett, who says, "What's the most annoying thing about your sister?" <laughs> <laughs> um, Just list one or two things, Sasha. <laughs> yeah. My sister, like, I mean, there's so many things that are annoying. <laughs> I love you, Jean. I love you. Um, I probably, oh gosh. I mean, listen, when she's hangry, so hungry and angry, <laughs> maybe the snap is probably quite annoying. Um, but I get like that too, so she could probably say the same thing. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to say I can relate to that as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just like, I don't know, it's just sister things, I guess. Like, naturally, you just. Right. I'm, I'm going to say, Sash. Oh, go on. The, the, the one thing with Kadeen, when I shared a room with her, was the snoring. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Kadeen, but you are exposed now. Like, we, we shared once, and she was snoring, and I was like, nah, I can't cope. And the, the like single beds were really close and I just kind of whacked my leg out <laughs> and then she woke up in the morning and was like did you kick me last night and I was like oh maybe <laughs> oh, do you know what <laughs> you've, you've really sold her here girls you've really sold her she gets hangry and snores like a trooper <laughs> but she's lovely and we love her <laughs> yes, right yes, do you know what we'll leave that there before either of you throw any more insults out there we'll go on to our next question from Sarah Quinn who asks what's it like with the other Roses players when you switch from being international teammates to Super League opponents yeah oh, so it's kind of like what Sarah just said like you're literally frenemies on court like you obviously know them inside out but you, you just you're just you know in the zone 
you're not going to let anything get to you. It's business as usual. And then as soon as the game's done, you start hugging it out <laughs> and yeah. your friends again. So, yeah, it's literally that. Okay. And Hazel wants to know, what drives you and makes you the player that you are? What drives me? I think I've always said, like, I just want to be the best I can be. And I always know that there's a little bit more in the tank and I just want to keep pushing that. And that excites me knowing what else I can bring. So I love the challenges of netball and that's something that drives me. Max, what would you answer to that question during your playing days and as a coach now? As a player, I think when we first when I first started out, it was finding something that I was reasonably good at. And it also meant that on a Saturday and Sunday when it came to having to go to church, I could get out of it because I had games. <laughs> um, and, it's, and it's one of those sports where, you know, if you practice and you practice, you know, and if you've got really good people around you and good coaches and good team players, you can't help but get better and better. Um, and as a coach, I think it's about the kids. It's, you know, it's about the enthusiasm that they bring, you know, um, developing them as they get older, um, that light bulb moment when they actually get it and the fact that they mm. challenge you, you know, they ask probing questions. The, the kids these days are so, so more savvy about uh, netball and technical and tactical and they challenge you and they ask probing questions and it and it helps refine your own coaching knowledge. So, yeah, just love it all. Yeah, very satisfying. Um, yeah. Right, we've got two more questions for you, Sasha. This one comes from Lexi and Ellie Riley, who would like to know how old you were when you first started playing and in what position? Oh, cool. Yeah, I was um, 11 years old. So it was my first PE lesson in secondary school. Aww. And I started off as a goalkeeper. What? Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> a goalkeeper. And then um, the, the more I was like going up in the ranks, um, I got told I was too short and I would never be able to play that internationally. So I have to play wing attack. <laughs> Although I have to say, I can, I've seen you jump. So oh. I, I, take, I take back my uh, what because I know that you can probably jump as tall, as high as some of the, uh, the tallie goalkeepers. <laughs> Lexi and Ellie, thank you for your question. So 11 years of age, Sasha was when she started playing. Finally, Laura, Ca oh God, do you know what? I'm not sure we should ask this. This is about your sister again. Laura oh. Callard says, what's it like playing with your sister and the sibling rivalry it could cause? Oh, no, this one's fine because I actually love playing with her. Like I just, honestly I just want to finish my career having played with her like um it's fun I love how, what it does to the family I love that you know we're on the same team so they can you know support us together rather than it be the other way like before when she played for Bath I played for Mavericks and it was like my mum didn't know who to choose <laughs> so, that's <not> <laughs> so that's not a thing anymore um but then I guess in training if we ever do something where we have to like you know defend each other like Kadeem tries to run away from me. She just doesn't enjoy, <laughs> enjoy playing against me. She Aww. does think I'm a little bit too physical. <laughs> but but she, she, she gives it too. So we kind of, I think we don't want to lose when it comes to that. But that, that healthy, healthy rivalry in those situations. Exactly. Um, well, that is it. That's all of the questions. So thank you so, so much, Sasha. You have been a ray of positivity. So thank you very much for joining us on Netball Nation. Um, and we shall look forward to more, well, whatever it is actually with music that you've got coming up. we'll look forward to that <laughs> and we wish you a very happy birthday for april albeit in isolation oh thank you so much thank you for having me guys i've had so much fun <laughs>
Thank you. Take care, Sasha. Thank you. Bye. Now, don't forget, you can get in touch with us if you, our Netball Nation family, have any questions. Please do tweet us at MyNetballNation or drop us an email, hello at MyNetballNation.com, and we'll do our best to cover these in the next episode. Right then, girls, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to Netball Nation, powered by Netball UK. Our sponsors have received so many videos and photos of what you've been up to and want to thank you for sending them in. And to be fair as well, we love seeing what you're up to as you hashtag keep netballing at home. As always, to listen to our podcasts, head over to mynetballnation.com and you can follow us on all the social platforms at mynetballnation. Until then, keep netballing as much as you can at home. Stay home, stay safe, be kind and we'll be back with you next week. Thanks, girls. Bye. See ya. Bye. This is Netball Nation. Powered by Netball UK. Shop now at netballuk.co.uk.